Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. for some fun. Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working night to Good morning, Tallahassee. Oh my gosh, I didn't even have my mic in front of my face. You weren't ready? No, I was ready, but I didn't have my mic in front of my face. And you weren't ready. <laughs> I just thought it was right in front of my face. I, I assumed that this That thing... the setup had happened <laughs> yeah, without had. you. You were busy during the pre-show prep. I was like, I can't, I, I can't hear you too well, and you missed when I said that. Oh. Not what you said. Yeah, we were talking about Edited. FSU being part of Big Ten, and I was like, well... Welcome to the bottom of that ranking. Yeah. Goodness. Yep. Oh. If that happens. Yay. Patty's back. Yes. Scott's back. We're live. Yay. I'm back. We're here. Although the last time we taped the show, we had all that positive uh, reinforcement. When I wasn't yeah. here? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was nothing but uh, great job, guys. Way to go. And I was like, what's happening here? I know. I'm I was not, like, what did I do I'm not, wrong? <laughs> I'm not used to all this. Great job, guys. See? Good pat there on you the go. back, Matty Rowe. There we appreciated go. him. Yes. It was producing nice. the show. It's over with now. So so we're back to Tish. <laughs> and welcome to now this it's, show. <laughs> it's a mutual. Oh my God. I think I have hair on my face. You know. Anyway, back. How was your week? 
since I was gone. Well, Two my weeks. microphone was in place and my hair is not in my face. So <laughs> it was I, like, you know, I, when you have like I'm one of those a, little I'm strands. I'm having a solid week. <laughs> Your hair is I'm, very I, short. It is. And I'm not saying I hate it considering that we're in oh, 110 yeah. degree weather. It is like 102. And I say every single solitary. But thanks for coming in with your shoes on. Right. <laughs> Listen, the day that happens, we got big problems. Mm. I don't like it when people go around without shoes. Not in a store. And, ugh. It just can't be good. No. And it, what? There's. <laughs> I don't understand it. Why is it everybody that should never go with open toe <laughs> shoes? They are the ones that are going with open toe Speaking shoes. Speaking of which, I have to call Glamour Nails and get an appointment. <laughs> it's been yeah. a month. A since month? I had a pedicure. Yeah, you're going to need that taken care of. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I don't go to once a month. How often do you have a pedicure? I think every two weeks. <laughs> That's why my feet are soft. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not getting pain and all no, that stuff, are you? No, no. Are no. you? On my feet? No. <laughs> On my hands, sometimes. Although, right now, you get them okay. shined. You yeah. get your nails shined. No, they're not really shiny. I mean, they just have naturally shiny nails. I actually nails. have show prep in front of me. I got piles. There is a lot going on over there. There is. Well, it's different little articles. Some, somewhat disconcerting. So, Tish will know about this. Willie, so, though. I wanted to talk about um, showing homes and etiquette. Ah. And it actually didn't come up just because the guy drank milk out of the refrigerator directly on what the bottle, the which was disgusting. It was British Columbia. It was because someone posted on Real Estate Mastermind they had a couple come in the house, of course. They didn't tell, say they were going to bring a dog, and then they do, and then they don't want to leave the dog in the car, so they bring the dog in the house. Brand new carpet Ooh. all over the place. And her response was, should I tell the listing agent? <laughs> yeah. Me, meanwhile, they're being taped. Yeah, hopefully. I mean. Hopefully. How do you eat? Do you even have to ask? You even have to ask? No. So... That and you're responsible for that. You right. shouldn't allow people to bring their. You can if come, you, you can go honestly, inside one at a time while the other is outside with the dog. Right. That's just not. It's a service animal. That's not happening. How many service animals need to be with you while you're showing the home? I mean, really? Come on now. Now I can understand if you were blind. You know, that's kind of different, or you had a true physical impairment. Well, but I'm most not, of these I mean, dogs, it's not for that. They're reason. blind. They're not going to see the house anyways. <laughs> I'm just saying. And here's the staging. Right. 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 Looks bad. Because yeah. I'm going to empty I, out this place as I, set the it up as I pummel the ottoman. I, I bet. I truly bet that they wouldn't want to be in one of your listings, come to think of it. Yeah, see? Exactly. Literally, see? Oh, my gosh. So, no, they so should anyway, not we're be talking about that. showing home etiquette. And then I wanted to talk about the Sims murder. So, yeah, 50s? from 1966. Oh, I thought we were talking about that video game. No, I'm like, they're, no. they're letting them. They're Sims letting them murder. murder each other now. The Sims family awesome. murder. It was an, it was a Miami State FSU game night in October, and one of the girls was babysitting. The family didn't really want to go to the game, even though they were from Mississippi. Come to think of it, hmm. and they came home, and the girl found her parents. Mom was still alive when she got home, but the parents were both shot in the head, and then the young girl Joy was. And just so, I, I watched the uh, documentary, 641 Muriel Court, which on was on Vimeo. I... Anyway, an FSU film guy, just a couple years ago, I think it was 2016, produced it. And it was just gave a little bit more insight to the documentary. But I I was more interested when I was have been reading about it on the care of the home 
and how they treated the home versus how it would be today when you're when you're searching a home or you're looking for evidence because it, it really was a wreck. I mean, that's probably why it never got solved. And even though Campbell and all those people didn't want to admit it, it was probably due to police error that it did not get solved. But compared to today, when you have that Rex Hewerman, who's the Long Island um, strangler, strangle guy, um, Gilgo Beach is where it is. And he had all those women, allegedly, you know, he's it, it's, it looks bad for him for sure. But the, the tedium that they go through the house now and make sure that they have every piece of evidence and just amazing the difference. Yeah, I wonder where all these people go during that time. I don't know. Well, they tell you not to come home? I know. Where you go? I mean, that Rex Hewerman, his wife, showed up with her grown children. One's a stepchild. Trying to get And then her own there. child. And, it, I mean, it's a disaster. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're not kind to the home. And they don't pay to repair it. No. There's I no mean, payment to repair. Everything's strewn everywhere. Probably, I bet there's not drywall. I bet they, then they found a room down below the basement. It was soundproofed. I mean, a lot. It's a lot to go home to. Patty would never go back. I would never go back. And it's no different than the BTK killer when they did that one. I mean, someone leveled, they, someone bought it, gave the um, gave the wife the money from the purchase of it, and just, just gave her the money, so, and then trashed it. Mm-hmm. And it's a vacant lot. Fair enough. But he knew she had no way to support herself. Wasn't her fault. Nope. So I don't want to talk about the Sims. I mean, I just drove by it for today for the first time. And took a, you know, it's a very short cul-de-sac. It's very I'll, private I'll be learning cul-de-sac. about it all during yeah. this segment because it's I very know nothing cool. about it. You know nothing? No. What year very was cool. this? 66. Uh, no. It was one of the first. It wasn't the first cold case because the first one was the one we talked about last year where the girl was killed in the laundromat that's now a flower shop. Oh, I remember. I remember that. And she was, and- ni- that was 1958. And that's a cold case. And they found a shoe print. Of course, drapes through all that. And the guy said, the husband said, yeah, that's my shoe print, but I didn't do it. Duh, duh, duh. He died in like 1983. But, you know, the families don't hear anything. And that's always been my challenge. Like, at some point, you're 50, 60 years into it. You should release the files to the family. I'm amazed by all these shows that I watch where they're keeping DNA before they even knew that yes. DNA existed. Isn't that cool where they just kept it? It's just weird. I just watched one where they... It, or I, listen to it. I did it too. was. That's why I asked what you were watching about. Oh I wonder no! If you were watching oh Vimeo. It. No, it wasn't on a. Um, it wasn't on like a CBS show. It, I researched it and then found this uh, video, and it's on Vimeo. Okay. So if you go to the Vimeo yeah, site. Just, it's the, like a portal for. Well, they may not portal for videos. You can. It's just called Six Forty One Miro. I mean, I've never looked for it, but Vimeo has come up before. And but the one I just watched was. Um, how did it go? They took the DNA. Her name was Helene, also, as a matter of fact. And um, it was in Stevensville, Texas. And, and there was a podcast called Stevensville. So I listened to the podcast first. And this girl was you know, strangled and mutilated and the whole thing. And how they got him. And it was a fingerprint. And they, were, they held on to the fingerprints, but they only had the original. And it was before CODIS. It was before all of that. They had DNA. But they were able to get it more off the fingerprint than they were the DNA. It's all these uh, armchair detectives. I know. I mean, they're all all over I the follow place a guy on YouTube called Gray Hughes. Yeah. And he is amazing. He makes all these 3D 
like the the Indiana case where the girls were killed going across the bridge, and the, this guy who looked like just like every Jim Bob in the world followed them down the bridge. He told them to go down the bridge, mm-hmm. and that's all they had. They had a little video of the girls' Snapchat, and this guy Gray Hughes created a 3D model of how this would have taken place. The girls walking, the distance of the guy, it was way creepy. And just how close he was to them. His hands was in his pocket. They think he had a gun or a gun-like object and just followed the girls down and killed them. His trial's coming up, so stick with us, Patty and Scott. We're going to talk about showing etiquette and the Sims family murder, Tad bit upbeat. They're, t- they're, they're a little newer. Yeah. This one's what, 2008? <laughs> Whatever. 68. So proud. So, so proud. new. So we so were new. talking uh, in the last segment about ourselves. And then we were talking about the Sims family there murder. And there, uh, if you don't know, FSU has a fabulous film school. And one of the film students several years ago produced a documentary on the Sims family murder, which is a cold case. The, the crime was never solved. And it was called 641 Muriel, and that is the address of where the um, where the murder took where the place. murder took place. So it goes like this: uh, FSU, Mississippi State. I guess the place was a ghost town during an FSU game. They go to the kid. The family wasn't going to the game. Mom worked for First Baptist Church as a secretary, but she had just quit her job. Dad worked for the state of Florida. And he was like a big wig in IT. Like he was super smart computer guy. He was a doctor, like a PhD doctor. So two of the girls go babysitting. One girl, the youngest named Joy, stays home. Norma Jeanette, went by Jeannie, comes home about 11.15 and finds her parents like fighting for their lives. And then the girl gone. And they think because of the temperature of the bodies, they at least have that, that they did not... Um, missed the guy for very long. Like she could have walked in while they were leaving the house. The house, the house sits on the right side of a cul-de-sac, and it's very dark. And behind it is a wooded area. What and area I, town is this? Uh, off of Gibbs. Hmm. It's in this area, so it's off of Gibbs and Monticello, right back there. Yep. So it's kind of treed, um, very treed, and there was a creek back there. So they weren't sure, you know, did they come in from the back? How did they know the house? Where was the basement? It looks like it's more than one level. Anyway, it's very, I mean, interesting. And it's a small home. It's not a large home, but it is definitely dark back there. And I'm sure in the 60s, it was even darker. You know, they didn't have streetlights. But this is the thing. So Jeannie calls the funeral home. There's no 911. She calls Beavis funeral home. Rocky Beavis shows up with his dad. And they're like, holy crap. They get the police in there. The police show up. Larry Campbell was just a deputy at the time who later became the county sheriff and has since passed away. 
But they just all walk in. They had neighbors walking in, people taking stuff. We're like, oh, this is nice. Let me take your vase. Like, they just all traipsed through the crime scene where nowadays this would never happen. But think about it. This poor child, she's 17 years old. The first thing she does is call the funeral home because she didn't know who to call. There was no one to call. We didn't have 911 back then? No. no. When did 66, 911 start? 80s. Really? Yeah. I mean, think about that. Think about that. So I was like, what's that Truman Capote book, The Blood, whatever? No, don't know. Um, oh, that's a good one, too. It's very similar to that, where they came home and the family was just slaughtered in the basement all over the place. They were just hatcheted up. But um, In Cold Blood is the Truman Capote book, which was named into a movie, and it was very, very good. But it's very similar to that. But what do you do? You run next door. But you get to show up, and there's Beavis. There's Rocky Beavis, who's a young man. I mean, it's it's 56 so par- years so ago. So the parents are dead. The mother is still alive. She was. They got her to the hospital, and she was fighting for her life. But she had been shot in the head. But the, the husband, dad was gone, and the and daughter was gone. Killed, not they didn't. They take were her. dead. Okay, they were dead. And but the the actual care of the home, you know, they didn't block off the home. Right. They didn't have caution tape. They didn't like a friend, a mutual acquaintance, friend of ours passed away last week. I mean, they caught, they stopped that road for hours, hours and hours and hours. It was a crime scene, right? But they didn't have a crime scene or or a way to create that crime scene and block people out. People were literally walking in the house and taking stuff. Why were they taking stuff? I don't know. Who are these people? <laughs> Neighbors. They were like, like oh, who just walks I in? like Joy's, you know. That recipe she made Marbles. last night were great. <laughs> yeah. Grab the cookbook. This is my, I loaned her this. Right. I'm, yeah, taking, it I'm taking it back. That's my Pyrex. But this is like, not even like, they weren't buried yet. They were just, this but is that clearly. night. And it's dark and there's no lighting. And so the crime scene was probably so destroyed. Shocking that it was never, never solved. Never solved. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't preserve that stuff, no. Well, but, and, I mean, you know, back then, fifty-six was, years seems like know, the, it doesn't seem long to us because that's how old we are. In a couple of days, well, we that's are a few of us. <laughs> Not me. So fifty-seven years, and it's like that is a lot of distance in between, like how crime scenes are handled, how the home is handled. It makes you think fifty-six years from now, what the what will be they like, be able to do? Right. Like, like they didn't have nine one one. They didn't have Amber Alerts. Our you know, kids they are didn't talking have about anything. dial up. You talked about dial up today. That was yeah, so funny. That was funny. a funny joke. That yeah. was a funny joke. But I mean, I, think about the the absolute like just not thinking about I need to find this person. How am I gonna get fingerprints when now I have twenty other people walking through? They didn't wear booties on their shoe shirts. The the officers didn't I mean they didn't glove up. They're just walking in there. So everything is contaminated. Fascinating. Makes you think about everything that they didn't solve, but the ones that they did solve, and if they were real or not. I know. Because that was. But if they didn't, I mean, if they didn't, if they solved it, it must have been the guy standing there with the gut over top of him. It had to be so obvious. You literally still have to be there. And then how do they (laughs) glum on to people? Like they. They had, if you have to watch the documentary, but they, originally they thought it was the the pastor of First Baptist. His name was Dr. Roberts, I believe. Because he was called out. Hmm? Because she quit? 
Yeah, because she quit and he was known as, you know, suddenly a womanizer. They found him on videotape at the game, at the FSU game. So mm-hmm. they said it kind of would be impossible for him to be at the game, come back to Muriel Court, and then go back, except it looks like his clothes were changed in the meantime. Anyway, mm-hmm. they ran him out of town. He was no longer the Baptist pastor of First Baptist Church, which is then was the largest Baptist church in town, which still is. It was Dr. Roberts. And then there was this young couple, and the girl's name's kind of odd, but her name's Charlie, and then there was a Vernon Fox. They were teenagers, and they kind of, like, made themselves important in the case, you know, people like- I don't want, understand people They just that. like, hey, I knew the floor plan of the house, hey. So they were suspects, and I don't know that they've ever been ruled out as suspects, but Vernon Fox is on this. He does appear in this video, and he looks like he's had a little too much- to drink his whole life. Mm. But, you know, how do they find these two people, glum on them, stick with them for years and years and years? They had a, They say that Larry Campbell had a list of possible other suspects, but no one ever was, no one was ever prosecuted. Very interesting. Very interesting. So the house that they did the killing in, mm-hmm. or whoever did the killing in, so how would that have been handled from a real estate perspective then versus I don't now? know. I'm trying to research it. That would oh, be to see if they had to disclose. Well, I don't, I don't know Not that even when the disclosure statute part, is, but it's like. Everybody would have known. Correct. How, like, how did it sell? Everyone would have known. No different than the Oaks downtown with uh, Ted Bundy. You know, that had to be torn down. The Oaks, the rooming house he stayed in was torn down. But Chi Omega is still there. Well, it's all re- rearranged. It's, I'm sure it's different. Yeah. I mean, they I think the room where the girls were stabbed or whatever he bludgeoned them with is the library. The house mm-hmm. sold two years ago for $185,000. But how many previous sales did it have? Muriel Court we're talking about? Yeah, 641. Don't see it on Zillow. Oh, you have to go to the account. Oh, uh, sold in 2000, sold, uh, 2005, 2015, rented, 2015, removed listing removed 2016 listing removed and then sold in 2021 i wonder if i would love to go in there but i'm sure they wouldn't want me in there but i would love to go in there yeah they don't have anything in here i'd have to go to the county um official records the last sale was 2000 for 66 but i can go backwards and i'm gonna do that but i thought about it today i was like i need to finally because i've been researching a little bit about it and where those people went, but my my focus would be like, why do you glum on to people? Like, why was you're in there talking to this Charlie who's a female right. and this Vernon and this guy, and you're like, you know they did it, but then you say you don't have enough evidence because you couldn't get them to confess. I mean, that's the only. I guess they didn't really concentrate on circumstantial evidence back then. But the I way always we do wonder now. about people who make themselves important in anything. Like, why are you here? Like, I don't that's what they do. Like, I don't understand when people do that. But there's that. I they guess catch I have, more, so I have more to do than to do that or read obituaries and hope that somebody's going to listen to it. <laughs> like, I just don't understand what's happening. I didn't people. do that. Like, I read obituaries, like, but I didn't do that. Yeah, but I'm like, why are like? But look, the Stevensville, kind of the Stevensville podcast, and then the crime. The guy they actually convicted of it. Signed her funeral book. He went to the funeral. They all do. They can't help That's it. That's the thing. They're they so compulsive. Away, right? Stick with us. It's Patty and Scott. We're going to talk about showing a home and etiquette. 
Welcome back. Patty and Scott, 850-656-0009. Those we are have... great words. Welcome back. No. I yeah. love me. I it love was... that Madonna song. I know, but there was literally no words. Uh-huh. It was the beginning, which is just the... <laughs> <laughs> no. I like that song. I knew that was Madonna. after... I think that song came out after she had Lourdes. I think that was one of her comeback after the... So... There's an ointment for that. She had Lourdes. <laughs> What did I lost called, my complete train of thought. It's Lord of Oh, our listing. <laughs> our listing. Scott, you're up. I'm sorry. 1306 Dillard Street in Benton yes. Hills. Yes. It's a casual, comfortable, traditional home. <laughs> I use Chap GBT. It was quite well written. <laughs> Thank Chap you. GBT it did it. I didn't do it. Patty. Thir- I change what? it. Dillard. 13 Dillard Street. Dillard. To traditional 32 1950. Carl Farrell home. Eight. Carl Farrell home. Um, has That's a cute. living room, I, family room, which was an enclosed sunroom, kitchen, dining area. Is that a garage? Three big bedrooms. No, on the back it's side a car, of that, it's, a, it's right a small carport, and then behind that is the Airbnb or short-term rental or, or, or grandma's house. Yeah. I like that stove. Yeah, you like the stove. <laughs> I like that. Everyone is the nursery. The nursery is pretty dope. The nursery is dope. What's interesting about... My crazy brain is that when I go into a house, I have this feeling of, it's not clairvoyancy, but I have this feeling <laughs> of like, who's going to buy a home? Yeah. And so you I have will, to. So I will do rooms based on that. And the first thing I, I remember us being at our other listing, the one that is about to close on Friday, and we were talking, we were sitting on the couch, and I was like, I need a crib. And <laughs> he said, Patty's like, what? I go, yeah, I need a crib. We're, we're, we need a crib. For what? I go, for the room. For what room? I go for my new listing over at Diller. I want I wanted to make it a child's room. So I found a and crib. So she found a crib, which we need to send the picture to the person I did. who got the crib. From. I like the color. Thank you. He painted it. Painted it was it. white. It was a Jenny lid. Really, you know, shabby chic. You know, yeah, cute. it was a cute crib. And I was like, oh, great. But I love it when a plan works out like that. It I was didn't. like, wow. Yeah, and I like it because it reminded me of the Shannon Lakes house. Yes. Because it's a room, and then it, I call it an ante yes. room. So it's kind of two rooms tied into one. Yes. And what do you do with that? It's so it's great for a nursery. It's great for a teenager. There's a like a area. sitting it's, area right. in the bedroom. So you right. can have an office and a bedroom. But a lot of people, including the people that li- had lived there, did not know what to do. Correct. How do you make this work? Well, the people who lived at Shannon Lakes did and, know. And come to find out, I mean, as I was in the house, because I have time to do things, it's that I realize that it's not low bearing so you can make it one room but i didn't want to do that because there's wood in the front part and the back was carpet and if i took the walls out then you have this odd space in between it's even more two. odd right Right. so i didn't want to do that but i think the way it turned out was quite it i like it it's and really I pretty really like that sunroom bar that right and i gotta tell cute. i gotta i gotta tell you that sunroom bar did not look like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love- 
That was no. That was a struggle for me. How to figure that out, yeah. work around it. That flooring is great. I love that checkered flooring. Thank you. I love those black, That's new, right? the black mm-hmm. brick walls. Yeah, that Airbnb is really nice. Is. He made a lot of money on that little Airbnb. It's a great investment, I don't part, know. which I have the rent stuff to give you, so if somebody Okay, asks good. So anyway, that's 1306, and tomorrow, which will be Sunday, I will be there at Open House. Yes, you so will. So one to three, come by. Yeah. On balloons. If you just want to check out my work in person, <laughs> that would be a good time. Just Make sit. sure you check out the stuff. And just sit and chill yes. and say, isn't this cute? And I love a good entry. It is a good entry. You need, you a, nice you need an entry like moment. It. Yeah, it looks good. Having an so entry congratulations moment. Congratulations again. Well, well can you... I I can bring my dog and my baby and Yeah, yes. that's what we're gonna talk about is etiquette. Yeah. And your black pepper spray. Etiquette. Yeah. Because it's hard enough to tell people No. Like I had a conversation with someone this past week. They wanted to see something that we may or may not be like I don't know how to say it. And he, I said, Well, does he have a pre approval? He goes, Well, he's my friend. I don't know how to yeah. get a pre approval. I said, You've got to be kidding me. Like, I literally said that. He's been an agent forever. He goes, well, I know he has this business. I said, so do I. But that doesn't mean I can buy a million-dollar property. That doesn't mean my credit's good. (laughs) My credit's good. But I was like, how do you know? Like, you don't know until you know. And and what benefit are you to him if you don't have that? Because you may not – you may think, well, he's got a big business, but the person buying the home isn't taking their house off the market until you do it. So – but how do you, if you can't do that, how are you going to tell someone to keep the dog at home? Well, it just goes back to prove that when you become an agent that you need a mentor. So I remember when I first started working with Patty, it was the first, I took a call and they wanted to go see something. And I was like, okay. And she's like, are they approved? I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> then don't show them the house until you get a pre-approval. Very important. Why you spend your time? Not only You're your not. time, the seller's time, everybody's time, and, and you got to think a seller goes through a lot to make sure that the home. Or is they ready. should. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was about to say. I mean, <laughs> they shouldn't be doing if that. If it was one of our houses, it stays pretty much in place. But that's not. Not everyone the case. does it. No. However, everyone's time is valuable for sure, and yours is valuable. And you work for free until it closes. The Amen realtor works for free. And what are you doing? If you don't have the gumption to say, hey, that's fantastic, it's a great house, everything's going in a quick minute, do you have a pre-approval or can I get you to a lender? Or better, are you paying cash? Well, I think Everyone wants to be asked, are you paying cash? The best way that you said it was, like, if there's no commitment on their part to go and do something, then why are you committing yourself and to they, it? And everyone says it. I mean, we've all, anyone who's been a realtor for more than three months has heard, I'll get the pre-approval when I find the house I like. No, no, no. Well, I'm not. Uh, that's fantastic. You go on your merry way. Yeah. I'm not showing you homes. Yeah. That's what open houses are for. And then you explain to the owners, an open house is open. Any Tom, Dick, Harry, sex, butterfly, anybody can go in that house. It's open. I can't limit it. It's open. But that gives you an opportunity, have you not been pre-approved, yep. to go through the house. And it's and I really think it's important for the agents. And we have Erica, who's working with us. She's newer. And, and I, all the all neighbors the want to know what's going on over there. Yeah. The looky-loos can so go through then. important. Looky-loos can go see in, during an open house. That's the time to do it. And it's a fun I mean, it's a fun mm-hmm. house. So it's casual. It's traditional. You want to be safe while you do it. But I, I teach... And I teach with Mosley Real Estate School, get a pre-approval. Have a bank statement ready to go. Take off your account numbers. You can black those out. But you really need somebody that says you're serious. And you're only serious if you do the work. 
Correct. No different than a rental. Or anything Nobody's else le- in life. leasing anything, anything to you until you fill out the paperwork. For no sure. one's leasing anything. No one's giving you a car. No one is giving you anything until you fill out the paperwork to get it, right? Uh, no. So some of the things, I guess Tish, it was coincident, talked about it this morning on his show, which what? was this realtor. What happened? In British Columbia. The goes B- into the, the refrigerator and drinks their milk. Out of the carton. Out of the carton. I j- First of all, it, there's so many questions. Who is just rolling up in your place and opening up your refrigerator and drinking? He was First th- of all, he was did he open the milk out of Patty, curiosity? Like, was Patty the milk, doesn't open refrigerators. But was it already, I don't either. But was it already cracked? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. that says, bo- Canadian that real estate agent will have to pay more than 150 times that much for taking a swig of a plain milk. So they, they compared it to Swarovski Crystal Glassware. $15,000 Canadian. $15,000 Canadian for drinking the milk at a seller's home. That's a very expensive glass of milk. Well, it was really bad ethics. He didn't, use a, he didn't use a glass. I know. Oh, even oh, yeah, worse. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's even the worse. British Columbia Financial Services Authority is the person who imposed the fine on him. He apologized. He said it was very unfortunate, very uncharacteristic. No, it's not very uncharacteristic. You just got caught. Yeah, that's that's 100%. Yeah, you got the, the family watching. I've the never video. done this before, nor will I ever behave this way again, although I've apologized. Have I know actions like this are not quickly forgiven. I will be ending the next few weeks considering my actions. I mean, they left the house clean and tidy with the lights on, what they initially thought would only be one viewing. Later in the evening, though, the Fullerton real estate agent told them there was a second showing. Ring doorbell. They had cameras. They had cameras in the house. Fullerton real estate agent said there'll be a second showing. So they went back to the ring camera, a device originally intended for my teenage kids so I could keep an eye on them and make sure they went home. You should, okay. She figured she would see a real estate agent guiding a group of buyers, which she found was utterly speechless in shock. Was and he there by himself? Out. Yeah. He was there by himself. The footage showed Rose entering the home some 30 minutes before the buyers that afternoon. He walked into the kitchen, pulled the window blinds open, opened the fridge, pulled out a carton of milk. I'm going to need someone else to read this. I cannot. And took a long gulp of milk. Rose then put the milk back, closed the door of the video showed. What makes worse is the video also showed him sitting on the couch while the potential buyers visited. He broke the couch's arm. See, I don't need a ring for that. Every part tell, of this was such my, an invasion of I, privacy. I can go and I'm like, the chair's been moved. Those pillows Somebody weren't like that. I, I know. Scott knows. I know what's been going on. Scott knows. Like, I don't need now, a ring doorbell. Uh, if it's our listing, mm-hmm. I sit on the sofa. Sometimes you sit on the sofa if you're sitting but there I and you're know, ready to negotiate. That, but I can tell when people have come in. And even after we sell the house, like if they're there for inspections, you know. I can tell where a chair's been moved. I'm like, they were sitting down. Stick with us. We're talking showing etiquette. 850 Welcome back. That's also my song. I know I'm very chipper this week. It's a very strange commodity of songs when you think about it. It's Patty's Playhouse, right? Mm-hmm. We're hearing you hit it from the back. Bananarama, <laughs> the man I am. I mean, there's a lot going on here. I'm I know. Start... And Pee Wee died. <laughs> 
We're gonna have, to, re- we we have to rethink this show. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, uh, it really remember, is about real estate. Do you remember when we were naming the show, and I was like, "That's like Pee Wee's Playhouse." Like I was very like I was, torn about that. I was, I was, very, I was like, "I like it." You were. But you were that's definitely. The way I, but that's you're much the way more assertive. I'm a, but that's the way I'm about like cabinet colors too. They're like, "Are you sure you're gonna?" Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> no. Like I never. I, I was never very nervous because of Pee Wee's Playhouse, and was like, "We're just gonna be mocked openly." We are, but it's, <laughs> it all best, came to fruition. The best advertising <laughs> is the mocking. Is yes. the negative? Yes. Yeah. PRs. I know. You I gotta had to get learn people that. to talk. I had to learn that. I had to learn it. So, so then I was I'm, like, oh, I'm we're in the it. playhouse. We have people come into the playhouse. Like, it was a thing then. Yeah, and now we have people from other countries that don't know about real estate, <laughs> but they may because they that's did, not what they dude. thought. They so we were, were talking about this guy who took a swig of someone else's milk and then broke that's their sofa, and then it was $15,000 for I, drinking the milk. I just, the whole thing is dude. beyond. First of all, if you're a realtor at this moment in time, and you are rolling up in somebody's house. If you do not believe that you're being filmed, then I you're, didn't. Then I opened my you mouth. You forgot. I don't. I, I think you know. I did not know that there were cameras on. Well, you don't never know that they are. Yeah. I go in. You just don't assume. I was, yeah. I was showing a house the other night, and they started talking. I was like, Mm-mm. I do tell Mm-mm. people Mm-mm. not to talk about the house Mm-mm. and the house, or your interest or not interest. Yeah. Like, no, you're ru- just, you're ruining your negotiating yeah, power. Yeah, it's not helpful. So. Scott, yes. should people bring their children to the house when they're showing it? No. no. You're talking about a realtor? Should No, not the realtor. Okay. Should If you have a showing yes. and your clients have children, yes. is it proper etiquette, in your opinion, to bring children into the home? I, I don't think it's a great idea. I think that there is a time maybe on a go back. but I think you Second need, time. I, I think you need to figure out like your rhythm first before you start involving, you know, the fam. Like I the, think it's like a the, challenge. Like the house that's closing on Friday. They saw it five times. They saw it five times because they brought people along the way. That makes more sense to me. I, it, I don't like it. Don't bring your 12 family members, your cousin from Kentucky. Like nobody needs to be there. That's what open houses guys, are for. You guys need to figure that out and then bring people. And then I understand. And if the house is still available... Great. If it's not, you got to Sometimes problem. you don't have a choice. But Correct. make sure your children have a snack that's not eaten in the house. Or out of their refrigerator. Don't need to have their diaper changed in the house. Always happens. Always. It's like people wait to go to the bathroom when they go to Did, a home. Didn't I that happen to you at yes, an open house? Yes, and I don't understand it. <laughs> Scott doesn't do open houses after that. I just don't understand The it. guy came in and blew out in yeah, the open house. Yes. I mean, I've had that. Happen even when I was helping somebody sell their house. <laughs> I mean, it's just. I, I mean, it's true. I mean, you become a lot of things as a realtor. I gotta tell you, <laughs> they don't teach you this in school. Then, then I mean, the children are one thing. You're they're your children. Yeah, you know, I'm, you you I'm can not ter- saying take leave turns. them in a hot car. No, I'm saying take take. But if there's turn, four or, or five if they're kids, going to be there, have control of them and be able to see the house. You can't do that when they're running amok. I mean, how are you? You can't figure it out. No. And what happens also is they disperse. That's the problem. And you can't keep Control an eye on everything. It. And then, and then I feel bad for the sellers and for you know what could happen in a home. So yeah, it concerns me. Have you ever sold a home with children? To that, a family with children? I don't think you have. I think to this day you have, have not to, sold. Yes, a home. I have. One. I have to Mandy Bianchi. That's it. I think they're that the is only it. ones with kids. Yeah, 
And that's just happenstance. Yes, that is happenstance. But oh well, Ben had a child. Yeah, that so I want. the one that we're selling now in, on Dillard. But yeah, that, he didn't break him. As a general rule, no, I didn't know he had a child until a year <laughs> later. I mean, <laughs> no. But no. I, yeah, that. Then it's this whole dog thing where they humanize the dog. So they have to have the dog in the house. Now, I'm a dog owner now, so I feel like I can speak to this, where before I would have been like, eh, don't bring the dog. Well, I don't have – if you're going to have a dog – We have a dog that's a mascot. If you're going to have a dog, hold your dog. Hold like, the dog. Have control over the kids, the dog, whatever. I'm just saying be in control of the situation. I'm not saying people shouldn't have kids or we don't sell homes to people that have kids or dogs or whatever. I'm just saying you got to be able to control the situation. Not everything is a service animal. Have you ever seen so many service animals in your life as today? Well, a peacock is now a service right. animal. Right. It's so, just, just insane. This is still someone else's home. That is the point. It's not your home. It and people not. are like, well, you have to let them in with a service animal. And you don't. Listen, if you you're do gonna, not have to. If you're going to be. If you're allergic, you do not have to allow that dog in. It's not. You're not leasing the property. No, but you have the same people that are buyers that are condemning the sellers for having a dog that have dogs. That's what I don't understand. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. So they're they're complaining about the smell, yet you're bringing your dog. So there are smells that come with having animals. There are things that happen. You just have to control the situation. And I just looked at control a house the that, narrative that you didn't stage. Yes, because it was a mess. <laughs> and the, there's two things. That's, two things that seriously mess. stuck out with with me. What one? They, the clear, stove, they, number one. The stove was empty. <laughs> yes, but they still had the landline sitting up on the counter oh with, wow, the, with the wires it. over hey, there. Bless just, it. Uh, they had the the entire surround system. Apparently, the owner of the house is a gamer. Had his steering wheel, all wires everywhere. But the other thing that that bothered me on that was the um, oh I forgot, but it was it, I knew can, oh oh it was there was a dog kennel yeah also yeah we I, I, no. didn't, I didn't want to see that. can I help people with the whole wire thing so most sellers <laughs> believe that they're leaving this to the next person so they're gonna want this wire and they're gonna want and they're gonna want and they're gonna want when you take your stuff out of there those people have no idea where those wires go. No, they, they don't, have do they? no clue. So you need to tidy them up and take them away. Other than cable, which, by the way, should be recessed back in the hole to which it came, it does not need to be you all over the place. You don't need 12 place. feet of cable. They, 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 you don't need 12 wrap, feet of... They'll wrap it up sometimes and still leave it, like, dangling out of the wall. <laughs> like, tries. what's the point? They'll cut it off. I mean, I'll cut it off. They're going to come and set you up anyway. Liz, our, our mortgage person. Liz ours, yeah, yep. She's like, what happened to my modem? <laughs> I'm like, it's behind that basket over there. That's where your modem is. Like, I don't do that in pictures. And I'm looking at it this. Because it makes a big difference. If you it just does say, make a huge difference. If you just see, like, noise. I had to, Caitlin, student from Mosley, I said, and I'm teaching her as we're going over the book. You know, you can only talk so much. And I'm like, look at this picture. It's not our picture. Tell me what's the first thing you see. The first thing you see, snap. And she's like, oh, my God, there's lamps in the middle of the floor that's not centered. Okay. Show me the next one. And then we just went through like 37 photos. And she goes, I think that retaining wall is falling down. And it could be. It couldn't be. Right. But it's a picture of a castle block Listen, retaining wall. And the heck for, it doesn't look like it's falling down. every rat you see, there's 10 behind the wall. And that's, So if you believe that it's falling down, it's the perception that it is falling I'm down. I'm looking at a million dollar plus home. I have it up on Zillow right now out in Golden Eagle on an island. 
like yeah. its own private yeah, island. Yeah, I know what you mean. And one of the, in the uh, kitchen, one of the lights has uh, six lights in there. It's and out. One of them is it's not straight. Yeah. I can't uh. handle it. And they didn't blow off the driveway or around also. the pool. And it's just like, it's it looks awful. You can't be doing stuff like that. You we just, don't even do this for rentals. I got said, like, can you post my rental? You. I'm like, can you blow off the back porch? Like, I don't want to post that. If nothing else, I will say for what we do, you do not roll up into one of our homes and feel like you were catfished or feel like it is not taken care of. It just doesn't happen that way. You showed up for Dillard the first time yesterday. I, I mean, I had landscape. Like, we are knocking it out right before picture time. Because once they get there, I want not a leaf on the roof. Like, I'm not looking for that. He's not. I'm really not. I'm, I mean, honestly, there was it, another is, house it of- is noise in pictures, and I don't like it. Because you right wonder, of- why didn't they take care of it? That Correct. is the first That's thing exactly, you look at. Why yeah. didn't they do it? Because there was a house. Are they cheap? Are they in a hurry? Are they moving? Do they not care? They're going to want cable. They're not going to want that cable sticking out of the wall like that. Mm-hmm. Nobody does. The one in Bradfordville, the, the, the crevice of the, or the corner of the roof. Full of pine straw. Oh, it just cannot happen. What else didn't they take care of? Correct. That's exactly right. And how long has the pine straw been sitting there? And once you blow that pine straw off, I guarantee you it's wet back there. Different color roof. It's wet And then you see the back of the houses. The front kind of, you know, sometimes look presentable. And the back, I'm like, you could have soft washed your roof. I mean, they don't. It's like 12 different colors on the roof back there. And then you're wondering, okay, I told this to Caitlin. Every lender subscribes to... And, and these management companies for appraising subscribe to the MLS. They know what you're looking at before you even submit the loan. Don't have and your, your insurance like companies have special satellites like um, like Travis does that they can look at the yep. top of that roof. You're not hiding anything. If you don't take care of your roof, you may not get insurance. So on that note, that was etiquette. Wow. Right? Fun, wow. fun show. <laughs> House talk with a happy ending. At least today. <laughs> Every time. 850 Thanks for watching. We're listening. We're all of both. It.